सहनावतो सहनोभुनक्तो सहवीर्यंकरवावहै तेजस्विनावधीतमस्तुमा विद्विशावहै ओम शांतिशांतिशांति ओम पूर्णमद पूर्णमिदम पूर्णात पूर्णमुदच्छदे पूर्णस्य पूर्णमाद यपूर्णमेवावशिष्यदे ओम शांतिशांतिशांति ओम आप्यायन्तुममांगानि वाक्प्राणस्चक्षुश्रोत्रमतो बलमिन्द्रियाणि च सर्वाणि सर्वं ब्रह्मावपनिषदं माहं ब्रह्मनिराकर्यां मामा ब्रह्मनिराकरोद अनिराकरणमस्त्वनिराकरणमेअस्तु तदात्मै निरदेयोपनिषत्सु धर्मास्ते मै संतु ते मै संतु ओम शांतिशांतिशांति श्रुतिस्मृतिपुराणानाम आलयं करुणालयं नमामि भगवत्पादं शंकरं लोकशंकरं शंकरं शंकराचार्यं केशवं बादरायणं सूत्रभाष्यकृतौ वन्दे भगवन्तौ पुनः पुनः ईश्वरो गुरुरात्मेदि मूर्तिभेदविभागिने व्योमवद्व्याप्तदेहाय दक्षिणामूर्तये नमः ओमित्येतरक्षरमुद्गीतमुपासीत ओमितिश्योद्गायते तस्योपव्याख्यानम् Page 370 Dadyayvaito Aramcha Aramcha Arnavo Brahma Loke Brahma Charyena Anuvindante Teshamevaesha Brahma Loka तेषां सर्वेशु लोकेशु कामचारो भवते तत्र ब्रह्मलोकेतु अन्नवो अरण्याक्षेत्रों the two अन्नवादोषन्स विशेषको अरा अन्य ब्रह्मचर्येन साधनेन अनुविन्दन्तीये 
those who attain that, reach that through the means of brahmacharya. Tesham evaesa brahmaloka. For them alone, this brahmaloka, yo vyakhyadaha, which has been explained earlier, been explained earlier. <coughs> Tisham cha brahma sadhana, cha brahma chari sadhana dham, brahma vidham, savayashalokeshu kamachara bhavati. And for those lords of brahma who attain brahma through brahma chariya, they have the freedom of movement in all the worlds, meaning with all objects of pleasure. Nanyasham abrahma chariya pranam. Bhāśa-viśyā-sakta-buddhinām kadāsilapī But never there can be brahma-loka for those who are bhāśa-viśyā-sakta-buddhinām whose buddhi or our mind is asaktam is fascinated by, attracted, attached to the pleasures of external objects. Then a question was asked Brahmacharya is tutatvat tadvisham vidimuktan Brahmacharya se atyande atyalp sadhanatvat mahadis tutih ayutta So this passage explained by, all this section is explained by the, the vrittikāra. By saying that Brahmacharya se atyalp sadhanatvat Brahmacharyam is a very alpam or insignificant sadhana means Mahati Stuti Ayutta is one thing to extol or praise Brahmacharya. Is another thing to accord this kind of stuti or praise to Brahmacharya, which is not such a great thing. Small thing. Small thing deserves a small stuti. Small thing does not deserve this great stuti and then this, therefore this great extolling that is done for Brahmacharya does not seem to be appropriate. Therefore this stuti must be for something else. Tad Brahmacharya jnanam upalakshya so even though the Shruti praises Brahmacharya here, you should understand that Shruti means Jnana, which is what is to be attained by Brahmacharya. Brahmacharya is merely sadhanam. Jnana is sadhyam and that alone is worthy of being praised in this manner. Therefore, Tadeva Stuyate, so we have to say that it is Jnana. Not a realization of Brahma, that is what is being extolled here. So that Mata is there, which Vasyakara raises here. Nunuatra, Tom Indraha, Tom Yamaha, Tom Varnahitya, Vyatha, Kaschistuyate, Maharha. Just as in the world, Maharaha, some adorable persons, Tuyate is praised as Tvam Indraha, you are Indra. Tvam Yamaha, you are Yama. Tvam Varuna, you are Varuna. 
एवं ಸತ್ರಾಯಣಂ all of this deserve this kind of praise must be only for someone deserving and brahmacharya does not fall in that category sastrad vishaya trishna nivritti matram brahmacharyam which is the nature of nivritti cessation of the trishna the craving for sense of pleasures such as three etc that's all that is Well, Brahmacharya is a cessation of freedom from craving, that's all it is. So that kind of sadhanam, nastutyaraham, does not deserve this kind of stuti. Kimtari, then what deserves that stuti? Jnanasya, moksha sadhanatvat. Brahmacharya means sadhanam for jnanam. Whereas jnanam is moksha sadhanam is the means for moksha so that is a great thing and that way deserves this kind of praise ishtadvis tuyadeti kechita so some people say that it is jnanam that is praised here and not brahmacharya in these passages answer is given na tasya kshuddha sadhanatam asiddham who says brahmacharya is kshudra sadhan or it is a small insignificant thing who says that it's not a big deal you know brahmacharya is not a big deal they say so how do you say that durnushtayatvat it is extremely difficult to be able to live a life of brahmacharya which involves trishna nivritti cessation of craving for every sense pleasure including stree etc <coughs> and tad vetarekena gnana asambhavat and without this brahmacharya gnanam or realization is not possible sumashakara said na stradi bahya vishetrishna apahurta chittanam if people are not mastered and gained that brahmacharya then apahruta chittanam their minds are going to be distracted by the sense objects or sense pleasures because craving for happiness is something natural so whatever one looks upon as a means of happiness there is craving for that it is those who discover the joy or happiness of oneself the alone kesa brahmacharya does although all this sadhana means cessation of craving we should understand that it also means discovering happiness from oneself it cannot be merely freedom from craving for outside then you are still hanging in between you neither there nor here so unless the mind has discovered happiness with itself it is not possible for the mind to be free from distraction
meaning it cannot be free from craving anyway. That means one has to initiate the process of emotional maturity, self-growth, self-purification. And that is how slowly the mind becomes free from the cravings for external pleasure. Not otherwise. You cannot will. You can withdraw your mind, but the mind will be again, as long as vasanas are there, even if there is nothing out there to attract you, the vasanas itself will distract the mind. So, prajahati yadakavan sarvan partha manogatan. So, kamas means desires along with their cause must go away. Not merely cessation of desire, but the cause of desire. And cause is the inner dissatisfaction. That cannot go unless one gains an inner satisfaction. And abiding in oneself, then only it is possible to be free from the distraction that the external objects will cause. See, Vedantins are not at least made a point like this. They always talk about vairagya, cessation from external. But how do you how do you withdraw your mind? As long as there is craving or vasana inside, so long withdrawal of mind is not sufficient. So it is not withdrawal of mind only. It is discovering the happiness from one's own self. Atma buddhi prasadayam, the happiness that one gains as a result of prasada. Prasannata, the clarity or the purity of one's own mind. Pratyagatma veka vijnana anupatehe. So the sadhanam should really be atma buddhi prasadha. That should be the sadhanam. It's still in a negative way. The shama, dhamma, all of these are negative. Shama means freedom from again desire, and dhamma means self control and suppressing the desires. So that seems to only say one part of it. Vairagya seems to say only one part of it. Freedom of raga for external objects. How does that freedom come? Does it come by merely the mind withdrawing itself? That freedom doesn't come that way. The freedom from external objects is the result of a great uh, process of self-purification, of emotional maturity. Otherwise, you can keep on doing that exercise. Viridya Vishagrata Dosha Dushtya Muhur Muhu You can keep on looking at dosha and temporarily withdraw the mind. Will you go back? As long as it is not discovered, satisfaction with itself, keep on running out to some other object, to another object. <coughs> Therefore, pratyagatma veka vijna anuparati, unless the mind has become abiding in the self. Other than that, it is very difficult to know the self. <coughs> Paranjikhani Vyatranasvambhu Tasmat Paran Pasyadinandaratman As Upanishad said, Ishwara has created the mind extrovert. Then one always looks outside. Therefore, 
As long as the mind is looking outside, so long it is not possible to know the self, which is inside. Kasiddhira pratyagatmanamaikshat avrta chakshu avrtatva mitchan avrta chakshu one who has withdrawn one's chakshu or the sense organ, the mind within. How? See, that is not really ever explained. How do you, how is he withdrawn his mind inside? It's simply by controlling the mind and controlling the mind. Then you keep on fighting with mind all the time. The mind wants to go out and you bring it back and go out and bring it back. Doesn't work. Says a japa also, bring the mind back. How, so what? Unless it discovers rasa. For what you are, for what you want to meditate upon. So you are doing the japa, Sri Ram, Jaya Ram, Jaya Jaya, unless the mind discovers a rasa from that repetition. It is not interested in merely, it will come back, if you call it, it will go back, go out again. Therefore, vairagya means freedom from rasa for the worldly objects and also discovering rasa for one's own self or for the Ishtadevada. That one's own self is so subtle that this intermediate step is given to us. Ideally, one should discover the rasa for the self. But that is extremely difficult. Therefore, first discover rasa for the Ishtadevada. Because there is an attractiveness, a fascination, there is something fascinating about the Ishtadevata, about Yudhashri, Krishna, Rama, and so all glories are sung, and so many things are being done for creating an attraction for the mind for that. That attraction slowly and slowly will overcome the attraction from the, for the external pleasures. So otherwise japa, nothing is possible unless there is rasa. In doing what you are doing, the mind will not stay there. Similarly, even karma yoga, not merely karma, it is rasa for the karma. One has to discover a joy of doing what you are doing. Just kartavya, this, that, you know, so that seems to be only forcing the mind all the time. Dharma forcing the mind doesn't go too far. Bhakti must be there. Means the rasa for Ishvara or the self must be there. Otherwise, merely withdrawing the mind, controlling the mind, this they call it upaya, it's not the upaya. So even though Bhyasana Vairagya Kyakare, Bhyasa Vairagya for the again it's only talking about out there. Vairagya for the external object should necessarily mean a raga for one's own self, or raga for the object of meditation. Otherwise it should not, will not work. Yato yato nishchadi manas chanjalam astharam tatas tato niyamyetat atmanyo vasam nayet. Being able to control the atma, it's not a matter of controlling. You cannot accomplish things simply by controlling. Unless mind is transformed, if the mind remains what it is, 
And if you keep on controlling, it remains, it becomes always a constant battle. That's all it is. So it should not be a result of controlling. The mind should be happy to be with itself. Then only, so then only, by sparsan krutva bahir bhakyan. Keep them out there. How do you keep them out there? By giving a ragadvesh. How do you give ragadvesha for them? Unless other ragadvesha has created, you cannot give this ragadvesha. Other raga must be created for giving up this raga. Param drishtva nivartate. The mind sees something subtler and superior, then only it can become free from something gross or inferior. So unless the mind is given the taste, it's not to give this taste. But anyway, and therefore, so brahmacharya or any kind of spiritual sadhanam samadhana should mean an inner joy, satisfaction. An abiding, upayati means an abiding with one's own self. <coughs> Continuing at page 371, the first line. Siddhanta again, 15 line, Brahmacharyasya Puttama Sadhanatva Siddhi Haritamaha. Brahmacharyasya Uttama Sadhanatva Siddhi Siddhi. That Brahmacharya Uttama Sadhanam Siddhi is established or proven by Vashikara by saying that without Brahmacharya, jnana is impossible. And Shruti also confirms that in these verses, Paranchikhani or Dhyayata Vishyam Pumsa. <coughs> so, Faritamaha. Therefore, what does it mean? Vashikara says, Jnana Sahakari Karanam Stiyari Vishetushnani Vritti Sadhanam Vidatavyam eva iti yutta eva tachtutihi. Vinyasavakavikaram striyadivishaya tushnan nivritti sadhanam vidatavyam. So nivritti sadhanam says the trika. Nivritti Rupam, first line, at line 29. Nivritti Sadhana, Nivritti Rupam Sadhana Mire. Nivritti Atmakam Sadhana, Nivritti Rupam Sadhana, Nivritti. So Sadhana means of the nature of Nivritti or cessation. What Trishna Nivritti? Sadhana means of the nature of Trishna Nivritti, cessation from Trishna or craving. For so, Jnana Sahakari Karanam. Because Uttama Sadhana Tvesiddhe, Brahmachari is Uttamam Sadhana. Most exalted and most necessary means, not only exalted but necessary means. Therefore, Jnana Sahakari Karanam, it must accompany the pursuit of knowledge, that's what it means is. It must accompany the pursuit of knowledge. 
Not only one cannot gain the knowledge, one can only pursue the knowledge without that. Without abhyam and therefore it has to be enjoined. Although we do not find any kind of statement here which uses the verb of enjoyment for brahmacharya. But all the stuti that is done in last three passages amounts to enjoining brahmacharya because arthavada, arthavada has is satparya or purport in vidhi or enjoyment. Meaning that all these praise or extolling of the brahmacharya that we see in the last three passages cannot be Yarthabhati. That cannot be unless Brahmacharya is very most important and that being the case, it must be, must be implemented and therefore the Shruti enjoins that. Now another question is raised, says line 29, Yajnadhyanam Svatantrena Brahmaloka Sadhanatvam Vaktavyam. So now Brahmacharya is established to be the means of attaining Brahmaloka. But so Yajnadhyanam, all accepting Brahmacharya is a sadhanam, but we cannot say Brahmacharya is only sadhanam, Yajnadhyanam, this yajna, ishta, and then what is it, the, uh, the satrayanam, all of these that are presented, maunam, to themselves are the great things. They were from this discussion in the last three passages. Somebody says, it appears to us that even because Brahmacharya is praised by Yajna, that Yajna is as great as Brahmacharya. So if Brahmacharya is independently the means of Brahmaloka, then this Yajna, Ishtam, etc. being as great as Brahmacharya because Brahmacharya is praised as them. In fact, it should be greater than Brahmacharya, really. You praise somebody, by equating him or her with something greater. Your face is like moon, so moon must be more beautiful than the face, otherwise you can't equate it. Is that, I mean, you can't give upama. If moon is inferior, then you can't give, you can't give comparison. So really, yajna, ishtam, satranam, maunam, all of these must be greater than brahmacharya because brahmacharya is praised. Atvam indraha, atvam varunaha, atvam yajna, yamaha, etc. Teva svatantrene brahmaloka sadhanatvam vaktavyam. It appears to us that the yajna and others should be independently the means of brahmaloka, just as brahmacharya is. Anyatha tenas tudi anupatte di shankare. Otherwise, they do not deserve as, as those which are compared. So, stuti anupatte, if they are themselves not great, at least as great as Brahmacharya, hopefully greater than Brahmacharya. So, therefore, Brahmacharya can be praised as them by comparing with them. 
believe they also are great enough. And so they also should be directly the means of Brahmaloka, we say that. Idi Shankare, so this Shanka is raised. Srimi Anandagiri says in line 16, Brahmaloka prapti sadhanasya, Brahmacharyasya, yajnadis tutatvat. Brahmacharya, which is the means of attainment of Brahmaloka, is praised by equating with yajnadas. Teshamabhi, that's prapti sadhan, shutya avipredan. So looks like Shruti also intends to convey, convey that yajna etc. are also as, as great and therefore they are also independently the means of Brahmaloka. So that doubt comes, so that has to be clarified. What is being enjoined here? Is only Brahmacharya enjoined? All the other fellows are also enjoined, you know? So what should you do? By performing upasana, then you have, it must be clear, there must be clarity. So this doubt also can arise, therefore, in the, in the next line, second line, Bhashyakara says, Nanucha iya egnyadi vistutam brahmacharyam iti egnyadi nam purushad sadhanatvam gamyate Nanu cha yajñāra-vistutam brahmacaryamidhi. Brahmacarya is praised by equating with yajñāra-dars. Therefore, yajñādiyanam purushāda-sādhanatvam gamyade. So yajñā, istam, etc. also appear to be purushāda-sādhanam, means of attaining purushāda. Meaning a human goal, a human objective, meaning brahmaloka here. So they also seem to be independent means of reaching or attaining Brahmaloka. Annagri says, Kim Tesham Purushasadhanam Prasthuta Shrutya Pratitam Kim Va Brahmaloka Sadhanatmavidhi Vikalve Adhyamangi Karodhi Kim Tesham Purushasadhanatvam Prasthuta Shrutya Pratitam because the Shruti says that so you feel that it is the means of Purushartha. Kimva Brahma, so Purushartha means what? Sarga also is Purushartha. So the attainment of this world and heaven also are called Purushartha anyway. So when you say Purushartha, what do you mean? You mean are the means of attaining Sarga? Kimva Brahmaloka Sadhanatmamiti or by Purushadi even Brahmaloka. So, yes, Yajna and Dasa are well known to be means of reaching Swarga. But do you mean that just because Brahmacharya is equal to Yajna and Dasa, therefore they also are independent means of Brahmaloka? Idi Vikalpe Adhyamangi Karoti. Then yes, each one of them also is our Purushara-sādhana, meaning that they are means of attaining desired ends. Depending on what you desire, yes, they are. So, Sthatya Madhivāsya-gāra says, 
సత్యం గమ్యతే గమ్యతే తేషాం పురుషాత సాధనత్వం ప్రతిదిమాత్రీతి Shruti has not said specifically that yajna etc. means of Brahmaloka. So, prabhaka pramana abhava sati. Unless there is a pramana or a clear statement of the Shruti. If there is prabhaka, that means of Brahmaloka, unless such a statement is there. Pratiti matra. This because it appears to be so, that is vastuva siddhe. That is not the pratiti, it is not really the proof or evidence of establishing anything. So, looks like that is not the means of establishing something. There must be clear statement in the Shruti, that is Pramanam. So, Shruti Vakya is Pramanam and not what you feel. Feeling is not the Pramanam. Yajnadhyanamcha svargadi purushad sadhanatvena పరంపరాయవాహ్మలోకసాధనత్వస్తుదిపత్తేస్ంగ్స్ంగ్స్ంగ్స్ంగ్స్ంగ్స్ంగ్స్ంగ్స్ంగ్స్ంగ్స్
She only has given one vidhi or one enjoyment, one injunction, and not more than one. So, Natu Vashakara says, Natu Yaha Brahma Lokam Prati Yajnadinaham Sadhanatvam Avipratya Yajnadivihi Brahmacharyam Stuyate Kimtahi Tesham Prasiddham Purushad Sadhanatvam Apekshya Yes, it looks like it. However, Natu Yaha Brahma Lokam Prati Yajnadinam Sadhanatvam Abhipratya So Yajnadivi Brahmacharyam Stuyate Brahmacharya is praised by equating with Yajnadinam that is not Brahma Lokam Prati Yajnadinam Sadhanatvam Abhipratya is not with Abhipraya or with an intention that Yajna etc. independently the sadhanam or means of Brahmaloka. Is not with that intention that Brahmacharya is equated to Yajna and others. Kimtari. Then what is the role? Tesham Purushaga Sadhanatvam Tesham Prasiddham Purushaga Sadhanam Apeksha. So each one of these like Yajna and others are known to be means of sarga and other things, purushartas or other desirable things. And therefore they are great and therefore Brahmacharya is praised, you know, equated with them. But that doesn't mean that Shruti intends that they are independently the means of Brahmaloka. <coughs> So says the Tika in the line 32, Yena stuyade, yasya stuyade, natayo ekameva karyam. Yasya yena stuyade. So stuti is keeping with in mind, yes, the one who is praised. The king is praised as Indra, that's Vashyakara Vesha. Yasya stuyade, the king is praised. Yena stuyate, so Indrana sa. So as Indra is being praised, okay. Natayo ekamaya, but tatayo karyam ekamaya That doesn't mean that both of them can accomplish the same thing. That what, what Indra can do, so king is praised as Indra. Doesn't mean that king can do what Indra can do. Sometimes the king is praised as Indra. Let us read the next sentence of Vashya. Yatha Indra Divihi Raja. Just as Raja is Indra Divihi is Tuyate. Raja sometimes the king also is called, hey, you are Indra, you are Varuna, you are Yama. Natu. Yatra Indra Dhyanam Vyaparaha Tatraiva Rajnaha Iti Tadvada But that does not mean that a Raja or a king can do what Indra can do. Praise him as Indra. 
So Jika says, Indradhi kriyamanam, kriyamanam, asura nigrahadikam naturagnya kriyate. Indra can destroy asura or demons, a raja cannot do that. Ragnya kriyamanam, shatru raja nigrahadikam, indradhi kriyate. On the other hand, oh raja can do. Shatru raja nigrahadikam. A raja can overcome his enemy, he can, he can control his kingdom, Indra can do all of that. But what in, so what Raja can do, Indra can do. What Indra can do, Raja cannot do. Kindu tadgada yet kinjis sadrusham asitya raja is tuyate. But some sadrusha is there. Some similarity is there between the king and Indra, and therefore Indra is praised as king. Just as Devadatta is equal with lion, because some sadhusha is there, Indra and lion, that doesn't mean that Devadatta can do everything that lion can do, certainly not. Anyatha ekasya vishesh abhave tena studi anupatte Otherwise, ekasya vishesh abhave. If Indra and Raja are equal, then no point in praising Raja as Indra. Unless Indra possesses some more Visheshas or more excellence, then only it is proper to praise or equate, praise Raja as Indra. If Raja can do everything that Indra can do, then it is not a praise at all. Anyatha ekasya Vishesha Bhave. So one of them must have the Vishesha. He must have some external additional qualities, some excellence must be there. As, as Indra should have. So you say Indra Devi, Bhashyakara said, Rajas Tuyate, Nudhyatra Indra Devam Vyaparaha, but what Indra can do, such as Asura Nigraha, etc., Tattareva Naragnahiti, but Raja cannot do all of this, Tadvata. So, Anigiri Kathantari Yajnadivi Brahmacharya Stutihityaha Kimtari Uktamatham Dhrishtandena Spashtari Yathayate Tvam Indraha Tvam Vishnuvityadena Vipradvi Raja Stuyate Sadanagiri Sometimes the Brahmanas praise the king that you are Indra, you are Vishnu. Tathapi Natasya Indrari Vyapare Nirankosham Kartratvamiti so modern day Shankaracharya also is, you have the same chari or the same stuti as that Shankaracharya, you know. But that doesn't mean that the modern day Shankaracharya can do what that Shankaracharya did. You know, it's, it's you praise it. So, yamaniyama, asana, prana, etc., etc., you know, all kinds of things are there. Let us pray that that's, that is there, but then, you know, so, you always praise with somebody that is more exalted. So, tathabhinatasindrayavare nirankoshan kartutamaste. Still, one cannot do exactly what the other one does or did. Yatha ishade tatha yajnyadvi brahmacharya sastutasyabhi nasti tulya phalatvam ityardaha. So, yajnyadvi brahmacharya is praised yajnya. Still this result cannot be. But this goes against what the point is. 
This argument, I should not, but this argument goes against what Vashyakara wants to prove. Vashyakara says that a Raja is compared to Indra. But Indra is much greater than Raja. Brahmachari is praised as Yajna. Yajna is much greater than Brahmachari, isn't it? <coughs> if Brahmachari is praised as Yajna and Ishtam, etc., then they must be greater than what they can do, Brahmachari cannot do. So if Brahmachari means the Brahmu Luka, then they should be. So here I don't know, I mean, this point, it should be so. If Brahmacharya is praised as Yajna, Yajna must be greater than Brahmacharya. How do you praise it? Although earlier explanation was that just as, if you go to page 368, see Brahmacharya Yasmadhyo Satam Brahma Logam Yajnasyavi Paramparena Phalabhutam Vindade. So Yajna also leads to Brahma Loga Paramparena. And Brahmachari also leads to Yajna Paramparena. Says line 30, Paramparena Chitta Suddhyadi Dwarayade. So Brahmachari also leads to Brahma Loga through Chitta Suddhi, etc. And so does Yajna. And that, that is why that praise was justified. And here, I mean, we are, we are talking the reverse, it looks to me like, but anyway, so Brahmacharya there also is not direct means of Brahmaloka, only Paramparya. So just as Yajna also is Paramparya means of, so Brahma, so Brahmalokam, Halabhutam. So, as that line said in the page 368, the line number 6, Brahmacharyenevahi yasmad yognyata sadam brahmalokam yajnasyavi paramparena phalabhutam vindade. So, yajnasyavi paramparena phalabhutam brahmalokam vindade. Brahmaloka is also attained by yajna through parampara, means through chitta shuddhi. And so Brahmacharya, by Brahmacharya also one attains the same thing, again Parampariyana. So Brahmacharya also does not give Brahmaloka directly. It is only Parampariyana. What is it? That's because Yajna also does not give Brahmacharya, right? I mean Brahmaloka. Yajna also prepares you for Upasana, which gives you a Jnana alone gives you Brahmaloka. If Jnana means knowledge, or Jnana Upasana, that alone is the direct means. And anything else is Sahakari Karana. So Brahmacharya is also Sahakari Karana. What is it? Jnana Sahakari Karana. As page 371, Jnana Sahakari Karana Vidhatavya. So Jnana is the immediate means of Brahmaloka. And Brahmacharya is Sahakari Karana. Meaning, Parampariyana, Brahmacharya prepares you for Jnanam and that Jnanam becomes means of Brahmaloka. Similarly, Yajna also prepares you. Anyway, that is how the comparison was justified. In any case, the Brahmacharya is praised as Yajna. Yajna should be greater than Brahmacharya. How, how do you praise it? 
Yajnakam inferior to Brahmacharya for a Brahmacharya praise with Yajna. So anyway, uh, whatever it is. But so the whole idea is Brahmacharya is enjoined as the Jnana Sahakari Karana. In itself, Brahmacharya does not lead to Brahmadoka. It leads to, it creates Antakar Shuddhi and that way helps the Jnana which leads you to Brahmadoka. <coughs> so there is no intention of saying that simply Brahmacharya you have reached Brahmadoka. It should be, it should say that. <coughs> but Jnana Sahakari Karanam alone is said. So is Sahakari Karanam and that will Sakshat Karanam. Sahakam is, so Paramparaya Karanam or Sahakari Karanam or Sakshat Karanam. So whatever it is, okay. Now another discussion is taken up here. <clears throat> the line twenty-one says, Brahmalugasthan Padarthan Nirnetum Visharam Avatarayan Adautad Visham Aha. Brahma Lukasthan Padarthan Nirnetum. Now there are all these Padarthas, things that objects are in Brahma Loka. Like the two Arnavas, the, what is it, Ara Ara and Nya, two Arnavas or oceans are there. And then there is that Ashwatam, what is that, Airam Madhyam, lake is there, Ashwatha is there, and then that Mandapa is there. Yaparajita Puhu, the Nagari is there. All these are there in Brahma Loka. So point is, are they, is there a city like what we have here? Meaning a tangible city? Or is it intangible? So now there is, so is there a place called Brahma Loka having all these things? Or all of these are only states of consciousness. So this is a very important point in fact Bhashyakara brings up here for whatever reason. And so, Brahmalogasthan Padarthan Nirnetum for determining what is the nature of this Padartha and Brahmaloga. Vicharam Avatarayan, an inquiry or an, an investigation or deliberation is being done here. So introducing that, Adhautad Vishayama. First Vishayama means what? What we are going to deliberate upon. So before commencing deliberation, you must determine what we are going to deliberate upon. That we are going to deliberate upon. These objects or these entities in Brahma Loka is first stated and then deliberation is carried out. So, it's called Vishaya. And then there is a discussion on that. Since line 36, Teme Satya Kamayati Shutya Apata Dasanena Kamanam Satyatva Brandim Nivartaitum Vicharayati. Alright. So this is another way of looking at it. 
Tehime Satya Kamaha Iti. Look at page 358. Tehime Satya Kamaha Anutabhidhanaha. Because it's called Satya Kamaha Satya Sangalpa. The, I mean, Ishvara or Brahma, Brahma was said to be Satya Kama, Satya Sankarbaha, whose unfailing desires and unfailing will. So, what does this Satya mean? Is it Paramatikam Satyam or Vyavarikam Satyam? What kind of Satya is it? Although, look at line 27. Kama in the same page, Kama nam satyatvam sankalpantaram avasyam bhavad. The kamas or desires are called satya, means unfailing, because it necessarily occur when you desire. So this idea, Ishvara is one whose desire is unfailing desire, unfailing sankalpa. When sankalpa arises, a desire arises, that necessarily gets fulfilled without fail. So, sankalpanantaram avasyam bhavat. Because these kamanas are the objects of desire which are willed by Ishvara, they necessarily occur, then, you know, as a result of that will. Therefore, they are called satya. Unfailing, not Paramadika Satya. Atma Rupinava Sarvada Satvadva. Or because they are said to be in the Atma. Therefore, the Atma is, they are also always there. In that sense, they don't have the same reality as Atma. But then they are always present, therefore, they are called Satya. Vacharamun Vikarati Uptatvat na Paramata Yudhashtavyam. Tikagara says, so whatever is created is Vacharamadam, is Mithya, so this Kamaha, mean desires, so the objects of desires cannot be Satya or cannot enjoy the Paramadika Satyatvam, absolute reality. Anyway, so word Satya is used there, Teme Satya Kamaha. And Satya Kamaha, Satya Sankalva, it is reference to that only. That Because again on page 355 was said, Atmanam Ananvidya Vedanti or later Atmanam Anuvidya Vridanti Etam Satyan Kaman Tesham Sarve Sulokeshu Kamacharavati. So those when they depart from this body, having known the self. Along with these desires, satya kamas, which are there in the heart, 
they have the freedom of movement. Now with that background, if you come back to page 371, going to line 36, Te me satya kamayati shrutya apata darshanayane kamanam satyatva bhrantim nevardaitam. See the shruti uses the word satya. Te me satya kamayati shrutya apata darshanayane at the first side one would think that Shruti means to say that these kamas are satya. Tesham satyatvam satyatvam bhrantim nevartaitum. So even though the Shruti uses the word satya, he is not in the sense of paramatika satyatvam, only in the sense of vyavarika satyatvam. That also needs to be established. So according to this Tikagara, the vichara or the in deliberation is to establish that these kamas are not paramatic satya. Anandagiri, the deliberation is to determine the nature of these objects. And so, Yehime Bhashyakana says, line number six, Yehime Arnavadayo Brahmalokikaha Sankalpajascha Pitradayo Bhogaha Tekim Parthivaha Apyascha Yatha Yaloke Drishyante Tadvada Arnava Vruksha Puhu Svaramandapani Ahosvida Manasapratya Matrani Ide. Yeme Arnavade Brahma Lokikaha Arnavade. So Brahma Loki Bhavaha. So this Arnavade, oceans, etc., which are in Brahma Loka. Sankarvajasya Pitradeha and then earlier to say, say the Pitruloka Kama Bhavadi, page 356. Sankarvajasya Pitraha Samutishtandi. So, this is Sarveshu Lokeshu Kama Chara Bhavadi. That this Upasaka, who has attained Brahma Loka, has freedom of movement in all the Lokas. What is meant by that? What is meant by loka? So by the loka was meant the object of pleasure. Pitruloka kama bhavati. We desire of the pitruloka. Pitruloka is not a place called pitruloka, but then pitruloka means that pitru is the object of sukhahetutvena bhogyatva loka. Sim pitara, there were once, you know, ancestors. One wants to meet with them and enjoy that meeting. So since the father or the ancestors are the 
Sukhayetutvena Bhugyatvat Those are objects of enjoyment because they are means of happiness. Therefore, they are called loka. So, pitra loka bhavati, matra loka bhavati, etc., etc. So, sarveshu lokeshu kamachara bhavati, in all the worlds, meaning for all objects of pleasure. So, so many were stated here. Not to gloss over all, and so what does all mean? Pitru, matru, loka, bhratru loka, svastru loka, sakhi loka, gandhamalya loka, annapana loka, Gita Vajita Loka, Stri Loka, etc. And then what? Yantam Abhikama Bhavati, Yam Kamam Kamayate. So all of these were stated to say that Sarveshu Lokeshu Kamachara Bhavati. It is the freedom of movement with reference to all the Lokas, with meaning with reference to all the objects of pleasure. So coming back here, so sankalpajasya pitradaya So the pitruloka kama bhavati If he is desirous of the pitruloka is sankalpa If there arises in him sankalpa or desire that I want to see my such and such ancestor see my mother who has departed then they appear before him So when he when he has that now they associate with pitrus so father and mother and whatever, are they tangible physical entities? Kimde Pathiva Apyasya Are they made up of earth and water? And that means tangible as they are in this world. Yasa ihaloke drushyante. So just as so Pitrud etc., they are all Pathiva made of Prithvi because of body. Arnavade as it says, you know. Arnavade apya pur mandapade pathivai tyartaha. So those oceans which are there in Brahma Loka are, they are apya, meaning made of water, up. And pur mandapade pur, that city and mandapa etc. are pathiva, made of the prusvi. So they are intangible, intangible, whatever, prusvi. Yatha ihaloke anavadayo dushyandit tadvat. So just as you have an ocean here, made of water, the ocean in Brahma Loka also, is it like that, made of water? Just as you here in a city, so made of prasuvi, tangible, so city in Brahma Loka also, is it like that? So tad, tadvat arnava vruksha puhu. That ocean, that tree, that city, Swarnamandapani, and also the golden uh, hall, etc. They are also apya, uh, partiva. So, is it that ocean really containing made of, containing water? Is a city made of all these brick and mortar, etc.? Is that what we should understand? Avasvid or Manasa pratyaya matranitri Oh, they are merely nothing but the states of mind. Pratyaya means a cognition. Is it a mental cognition? Is it merely a mental uh, creation? It's only a state of mind. Do you see them in the mind only? Or do you physically see them? Do you experience them with the sense organs? 
or to experience them only in your mind. Although in Brahma Loka even sense organs also are mental. Like in the dream, you create also your body and sense organs. In Brahma Loka also there will be body and sense organs which are compatible to Brahma Loka. Because objects in Brahma Loka will be of different kinds. And you cannot enjoy those objects with this physical body. You can enjoy those objects only upadi of Brahma Loka. So therefore, they, they cannot be this kind of tangible objects. That's the whole idea. So, manasa pratyaya matranayati are they made of the nature of the thoughts in the mind or have they any physical existence? Says Anandagari, kasmin pakshe kolabha kovadoshayati shishya prachyati he is not Puro Pakshu is asking now. Leasing question. Shishya is asking for clarification. Kasmin Pakshe, Kolava, alright. Suppose they are made of water and brick and mortar, suppose that is so, or they are only states of mind. So, Kasmin Pakshe, Kolava. So, what's the advantage if they are tangible or disadvantage? If they are not tangible, what's the advantage if they are only states of mind or disadvantage if that is so? Idi shishya prachyati. That's what the disciple asks. So yadi, he says here. Now, kincha tahidi. Kincha ataha. Alright. Kincha so what, what does it mean? What does it matter? The idea is, what does it matter? How does it matter? Let us put it this, not what, how does it matter? So what's the advantage of one over the other? Sridhan is thaulye dosha darshanat manasapvenak saukshmeja puranugrasambhavat Sthulye dosha darshana. The sthula are tangible. Then, lot of doshas or lot of, uh, lot of uh, difficulties or defects are there. Or, dosha here would actually mean the incompatibility. If they are all physical oceans, etc., that are incompatible with what was stated earlier in that sense. Number one, what was stated in the Shruti here, and Purana Anugraha, Mahasattvena, Saukshmecha, on the other hand, if the ocean is only mental, is a mental picture, Saukshmecha, Saukshmecha, not Sthula, Sthula means tangible, sukshma intangible, sthula made of brick and mortar, sukshma means it is only mental object. So if there is sukshma, if there is sthula, then there is a defect, and the sukshma there is no defect, plus there is also the concurrence with Purana. So Purana, Anugraha, Sambhava, because Puranas talk about Brahma Loka. 
So they also become pramanam in to understand this. Because Puranas are nothing but a detailed explanation of what the Shruti says. That's our idea anyway. Whether Puranakala accepts it or not is a different thing. Shruti is Shruti Purana. So in as much as Shruti is the ultimate Pramanam, so Purana also must store the same line as Shruti. And Shruti also, if they do not, then we do not accept them as Pramanam. So in that part of Smriti and Purana accepted as Pramanam, which are compatible with the revelations of Shruti. Although Puranakara says that Puranas are even more ancient than Shruti. That's what they say. That's called Purana. is more ancient than Shruti anyway. So everybody has their own views, you know. So that word depends on what it is that you are uh, faithful to or what it is that you have said <coughs> So Purana Anugraha Sambhavad, they manasayava, they are mental alone, that's what Bhashyakara says, yadi yadi. So, yadi parthivaha, apyascha, sthulaha, shuhu, that's one sentence completely. So, king chayata, yadi parthivaha, apyascha, sthulaha, shuhu, alright? As you said, if the objects are Parthiva means Thulaha, the gross made of brick and mortar, or and apyaha made of water and made of earth, etc. If they are so, then what's the problem? So why can those objects in Brahma Loka not be the same object that you find here? Why not those oceans be the same as the oceans that you see here? And the tree the same as the tree that you see here? So then what will be the problem? So then says here, Hrudi Akashe Samadhana Anupattehe Hrudi Akashe Samadhana Anupattehe Because it was stated here, Yavanva ayam akasha tamanesha antarude akasha. So when the dharakasha was said, then the question was that heart is so small and the akasha space within the heart is even smaller. So what can there be? Because it was said by the Shruti, by the teacher, that's it. So we say Shruti means the teacher. And so Dharam Pundarikam Veshma Dharosmin Antarakasha Tasmin Yanta Tandan Veshtavyam Tadva Vijignasdavyamiti. There is in this body, so Brahmapuri, which is the body, there is a play, palace like that, the heart which is in place of palace, and that is the dwelling place of Brahma. And the, within that small heart, there is space which is even smaller, and what is within that space? Is to be is to be meditated upon and realized. So question is, what can be there in that small space which is to be meditated upon? So yavana ayamakasa tamanesha antarudayakasa. Don't think that the dharakasa space within the heart is meant to be small. So as vast is this external space, so vast is the internal space. Uvesmin 
Dhyavapasivi antaeva samayate, understand that in dharakasa, in space, in the heart, this earth and heaven are, are in her included. Who agnishchavayus chair, the fire and the, and the uh, wind, surya, chandramasa, wow, wow, the sun and the moon, vidyun nakshatrani, even lightning and the stars, yacha is asya yasti, yacha nasti, what of this fellow is here, what of it is, all of this is included. Is accommodated by the dharakas, as vast as it is. So that was said in the heart. So here Bhāsyakara says, Hudhi-ākāse samādhāna-anupattehe This ocean, etc., cannot be contained by the space within the heart. Therefore, they cannot be physical. They have to be something that can be accommodated in that heart. Okay, we will continue. Om Purnamada Purnamidam Purnat Purnamudachyade Purnasya Purnamada Yapurnamevavashishyade Om Shanti 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 Shankaram Shankaracharyam Keshavam Badarayanam Sutra Bhashya Krutovande Bhagavantau Punapuna Ishvaro Gururatmedi Murti Veda Vibhavine Vyomavat Vyapta Dehaya Dakshina Murtaye Namaha Om Shantisha Deshanti Hari O Shri Guru Pyo Namaha Hari Om